back to the Too Tired to Care podcast. Thank you for coming again this week. And if you're new here, my name is Jessica and I am your host. So we're just going to jump right into it. Let's go. This week, I wanted to do kind of like a pregnancy recap since I'll be 37 weeks on Wednesday. And I am so excited. I will be term on Wednesday, which means if my daughter decides she wants to come Earthside, she is safe to do so. And I really hope she does. (laughs) I am unbeat. But so let's do a little recap. Um, When found out I was pregnant I was really really early and I'm not sure if you guys remember I had talked about this but I was about probably three three four weeks when I found out like we found out really early which was weird to me (laughs) because um, I had taken pregnancy tests like I was 10 days late for my period when I got finally got a positive, um, so that was really weird to me, because with Ronan, I found out five days before <laughs> my period was due, so that was super weird, but I mean, when I went in for my first ultrasound, which was supposed to be at eight weeks, I was only six and a half, I think, so I had found out really, really early, um, kind of the same thing with Ronan, I had no symptoms at first at first. (laughs) This kid, man, straight from, uh, I'd say, six weeks on, just rocked my shit. I couldn't eat. I was nauseous all the time. I was throwing up all the time. Now, the prenatal I had when I found out um, had like a really gross taste and didn't have a blend in it to help with morning sickness and nausea so I ended up going back to the prenatal I took when I was pregnant with my son that actually has a blend in it to help you with nausea throughout the day um and I mean it helped but I was still throwing up the nausea wasn't there it was just like random vomiting attacks so that was not great, but, you know, we got through it, um, the funniest thing about, like, the first trimester to me, always, it happened to me with Ronan, too, was I'd throw up and get a bloody nose at the same time, and, like, you could just imagine, like, you're throwing up, you're bleeding, (laughs) it's just not a pretty sight, I was crying, like, usually, I don't cry if I throw up, but because I was throwing up so much in the first trimester, I was constantly just crying. (laughs) I was just so over it, like, and then around 11 and a half weeks, that started to subside, so that was nice, but then came the pelvic pain. By 15 weeks, I was in, I was having a lot of pelvic pain, and there's nothing we can do. It's just from my body changing, uh, muscles stretching, growing, all the things that are happening. 
Um, so there's nothing I could do, but hope for the best. Take some Tylenol. Exercises that I was doing were kind of helping, not too much. Um, you know, the second trimester was relatively okay. You know, no real complaints. Um, until, like, I hit about 20 to 23 weeks. Um, was really when the pelvic pain started hurting a lot. And this is the best way I can explain it. So I'd, like, roll in and out of bed or I'd step wrong or something and it would feel like my pubic bone was being split into two. Like someone was literally grabbing my pubic bone and just pulling them apart. Like it hurts so bad. And I still have that to this day. It's actually worse now than I was then because she is basically a full grown baby now. (laughs) But uh, I've had that for a while. So, you know, second trimester, there's relatively no complaints. Um, but the pain and now the third trimester has sucked ass. It's been so painful. Um, mentally it's really been hard too. Like I was just talking to my sister about it a couple weeks ago. My mental health was spiraling. So like I was so out of control with my emotions, and I was convinced that I needed medication, I was that far off, like, I couldn't stop crying, I was angry, I, like, it was the weirdest, I've never felt that unstable in my life, ever, even postpartum with my first son, or my first kid, like, I was not even that bad, and postpartum emotions are nuts, but, like, this made me feel like, do I need a grippy sock vacation? (laughs) Like, I literally felt like I was going fucking insane, and so now, thank God, the last couple weeks, I felt so much better, so much happier, um, I'm finding joy in everything again, like, playing with my son, just watching my son be as a human, like, I'm just finding joy, Corey and I are arguing nearly as much, like, I actually feel like, (laughs) this is gonna sound terrible, but I, I'm back in love with him again, like, for a minute there, my mental health was so bad, I had convinced myself that, like, he didn't love me, I didn't love him, like, things needed to end, um, like, because I was so miserable, I, felt like he would be better without me, my kid, you know, would have two loving homes, and, like, I was literally spiraling, you guys, and now I'm, like, oh, my God, (laughs) I cannot imagine living my life without Corey ever, like, he is my best friend, my rock, everything, so, like, that just also shows me how crazy (laughs) these these hormones and emotions have been this whole pregnancy but um yeah I feel so much better and it is the weirdest thing to not only have the physical side of pregnancy be hard but the mental side because once again comparing to my pregnancy with Ronan I was I was like normal you know, like, before I'd ever gotten pregnant, happy, excited, everything was 
amazing. And this one's just rocking my shit. Like, she's really, she's, she's not having mom be happy at all. (laughs) So, I don't know. It's crazy how different pregnancies can be because my first one was perfect. It was like, yeah, I could do this. I could, you know, I see why people (laughs) get pregnant so much. And now I'm like, I never doing this shit again. I don't ever want to feel like this again. Um, I do have, you know, moments still where I'm just like, this baby needs to fucking come out of me. <laughs> like, when my mental health was really bad, I was like, yo, I need them to do a C-section now and get this kid out of me. I can't handle this anymore. So that's, like, one of the weird, you know, downsides of pregnancy. It's like, obviously no pregnancy is going to last forever, but when you're in it for 40 weeks or, I mean, right now I'm 36, but um, when you're in it, it feels like forever. It's almost an entire year of your life where you're growing a tiny human and it's exhausting and there's nothing you can do to get this baby out until this baby's like, I'm ready. Or unless, you know, they need to get the baby out, induction, C-section, whatever the case. But other than that, there's literally nothing we can do but wait. And that in itself feels torturous sometimes when you're so miserable that you just want this kid earthside so you can just enjoy them. Because right now I don't feel... (laughs) Like, I can enjoy it. Um, But also, I've kind of come to realize, I was like this with Ronan as well, my son. I don't get attached while I'm pregnant. I, obviously there's love for my kid, but I don't have an attachment to the baby growing. Um, It's really like when they're born. Um, like with Ronan, I was excited, you know, but you see couples like fully, fully attached and like crying at all the ultrasounds and just like all the things and that never was me and never was Corey. Um, but the second Ronan was born was when... (laughs) I cried, and it was, it was there, you know, who knows, it could be different with my daughter, you know, some people, it takes them a minute to form that attachment, um, and that's not to say that you're a bad parent, um, that's just, you know, how it goes sometimes, um, but, so I think maybe, the idea of me being just so miserable and pissed off is because I don't have that full attachment. Like, obviously, I love her. I will always love her. She's my daughter. Um, but it's for me, it's hard to have that attachment while I'm pregnant. I don't know why. It's just my, my journey, I guess. <laughs> um, and... I feel like some people get that and some people don't. Some people think like that that's terrible, but I don't think so. 
I don't know if that's just me, but, you know, it is what it is. You can't change it, but, you know, I'm coming to a close of this pregnancy, and, you know, I'm sad I didn't get to work out. Um, I was just in so much pain and just, I'm exhausted all the time. It's also partly because I have an almost two-year-old, um, and other responsibilities like, uh, this podcast, my blog, I was working from home, um, not doing that right now, um, but I had a lot of other things going on now when I was pregnant with Ronan I was working at the board shop but I didn't have to come home and take care of a child right I could come home and go to bed if I wanted to um or if I didn't feel good I could just lay and sleep all day I can't do that now (laughs) you know so um that's definitely been tougher and I think a lot of the times when you do have a tougher second pregnancy that could be a huge part of it you don't get to just sit and do nothing you know you have a whole other human that needs your attention that relies on you for survival so um that part of this pregnancy has also been tough because there's been times where I'm like listen we're just gonna sit here and watching Kanto for the 40,000th time so mom can just sit here because I don't feel good, you know, and that's okay, um, but it's definitely made it hard because there are days where if I don't feel good, he, you know, he doesn't know what I'm saying, you know, so he still wants to go out and play and go to the bike park and go play with his friends, like, there's shit I still gotta do, and that sucks, <laughs> but wouldn't change it for the world. Um, I'm just very excited to not be pregnant, um, to never do this again. (laughs) I'm very grateful for my body being healthy and strong in giving me two gorgeous children, two healthy children, Um, but I'm about tapped out. So, for labor this time around, I mean, who knows what it'll look like, right? But these are my hopes, my dreams. (laughs) Um, I want to try to do it naturally. Um, And when I say that, like, naturally, I mean, like, pain medication-free, I guess. So, I don't want an epidural. Um... If I can swing it without Pitocin this time, that would be great. Um, I think the reason they turned it on was because I wasn't, I had an epidural, so I wasn't progressing as fast as maybe I should have been, or, I mean, I didn't move from a four for, like, three hours, I think, Um, but it just made things weird, like, my contractions got really irregular so they ended up taking me off of it anyways or lowering it or whatever um but I want to be more active during labor so um I have a bunch of stretches that they say to do I want to be on the birthing or not the birthing ball the yoga ball um 
using the peanut ball, uh, utilizing warm water in the shower for pain relief, counter pressure, um, hypnotherapy, uh, things like that. And, you know, if I feel like I can't handle it, I will, you know, go to one of the pain medication options. It's by there, there. Um, but it's just my hope to be able to do this one naturally. Um, I feel like I'm more mentally prepared this time for labor than I was with my son. I felt like I was prepared until (laughs) I started having those kind of contractions. Um, I also think with Ronan getting the membrane sweep and being miserable, like my hips were literally killing me for three days before I went into labor. So I was just exhausted. Um, so maybe not doing that this time. I'm just finding ways to, you know, make myself as comfortable as possible and I have affirmations that I'm going to, you know, write out and put up in the hospital and recite to myself. Um, I'm making a labor kind of playlist with songs that empower me or songs that help relax me. Um, So, you know, we'll see how it goes. And of course, I'll have a, a podcast talking about the labor. Maybe I can get Corey on that one. Because um, your body, as uh, after you give birth, the body releases chemicals to kind of help you forget about the intensity and severity of labor. So there, so that you continue to reproduce. So my doctor was saying like, there's things that Corey will remember that I won't, and it's kind of crazy how that works but so maybe I'll be able to get him on the podcast to kind of give us his insight because I was like I don't think I was that bad after Ronan and he just fucking laughed in my face and was like what so maybe I was an asshole I don't know I think I was because even my nurse was like I don't want to tell her to breathe again because I'm afraid she might hit one of us (laughs) so I think also like my face uh just looks a lot angrier than I am, but maybe I was a total cunt. I don't know. <laughs> you know, I felt like I also with Ronan pushed for two hours, and when he was born, and I was delivering about to deliver the placenta, I was like, oh, that oh didn't seem like it took too long. Like that wasn't too bad, and they laughed and they were like, it's a time warp when you're pushing, because you just push for two hours, I was like, oh, like, I swear, like, in my state, in my, in my head, I didn't think it was that bad, I didn't think I'd push for that long, but I did, (laughs) you know, I swore it was, like, 10, 20 minutes, but no, two hours, so hopefully that's not the case this time, I will not be Oh, I won't, I don't want to say I will not be, but I'm going to try to push in positions that are not on my back. I pushed with my son on my back because that's what felt 
like I had the most um, strength for, I guess. Uh, so this time, we'll see. <laughs> we'll see where we end up. Um, but yeah, you guys, pregnancy is not all cupcakes and rainbows like social media likes to make it look like. It can really rock your shit. It can really um, test you and test, you know, even your relationships. And, you know, it's one of the hardest things that I've ever done in my life. <laughs> uh, being Becoming a parent, being pregnant, all those things that entail bringing a human into this life or into this world is the hardest things that I've ever done but this pregnancy for sure is one of the hardest battles I've fought in a long time (laughs) like being miserable for nine months thus far and then you know having my mental health just rocked it's all been very very interesting but it's also been amazing and magical and it is it is a divine experience it is a magical experience and that I'm so fucking grateful for um and it's funny how it's like that it could be like the worst experience but also in turn be such a beautiful experience in the same breath like it's so it's so weird um and I think that with labor too, like it, it's hard. It's one of the hardest things that a woman will ever go through, but it's also so beautiful and it is so magical and women are so fucking magical and this whole process is just magic. It's literally insanity. When I think about them, like mind blown, but um, yeah, so that's kind of my, my recap, you know pregnancy sucked, Ronan's was great, (laughs) but, um, thank you for sticking along this journey, I know my podcast started to get, like, boring and dark, because I was really, my mental health was, like, terrible, and I was still trying to give you guys content, and it just, like, was not working, but I appreciate you guys for sticking through this with me, and I can't wait to share my birthing story with you guys when my daughter does decide she wants to come earth side so i hope you all have an amazing week and i will catch you next week bye